This is the Violent Professional Podcast. Dark in the city, night is a wire. Steam in the subway, earth is on fire. Do 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 do. Cause I'm hungry like the death cheetah. Go pick up some merch, peep. We peeps, we got some fucking awesome uh, death cheetah threads at the store. Uh, you could go there, support this podcast. You know, we're always looking for ways to to get you guys what you want. Um, specifically in the fucking uh, the threads region because that's you know that helps the podcast grow. We we put some fucking awesome designs together. It's all up in the store. Go to violentprofessional.com, you know, and go buy some shit. Rep your set, foo. So I'm just getting back from fucking. I'm just getting back from Arkansas. Uh, I've been I've been all over this godforsaken country. Uh, you know, I've been I've been all over this fucking place except for like two states of the entire union. And what I will say is uh, I'm a fan of Arkansas. Arkansas is pretty nice. I was there on some business. I will be there for the the greater part of next year with the exception of a few trips elsewhere, but um, I'm changing things up in the way that I do things in life and with my business and everything in that that uh you know provides me some some interesting opportunities but it will be mostly out of arkansas i never thought i'd be uh in arkansas as much as i will be over the next year but it's what it's it's what it's come down to i'm going to fucking arkansas uh so this is the the last week or this week whatever the fuck it is i'm just getting back from there i flew out this morning and i'm in washington yet again I was there kind of looking around, doing some business shit, you know, and uh, checking out the scenery, checking out the dope scenery. It's really brown as opposed to uh, Washington, the greater Pacific Northwest. I don't know what it's fucking greater for. Maybe heroin, heroin junkies and fucking bullshit. High taxes, high fucking taxes. It's greater for that. The greater Pacific Northwest It's greater for taxes and just delinquent fucking vampire looking motherfuckers. I understand. I'm very white myself, but you should see some of the fucking hideous gargoyles that are up here. They're fucking horrible. So there's a reason they picked this uh, spot for some fucking, you know, vampire movies and shit. It's because this place is fucking garbage. It's a garbage butthole. You might be wondering if you're watching the video, what the fuck I'm drinking. Well, I'm drinking that Bud Light Platinum. You know, it's brewed for the night. It's got 6% alcohol. That's what I'm doing. Anyway, I'm uh, I'm back in the greater Pacific Northwest. It's called that. I don't know who came up with that bullshit-ass term, but that's what they call it. You know, it looks pretty from the outside, but it's not so much pretty here. It's not so much pretty here. It's not really that great once you're here, I think. There's some people that, that fucking buy off on the funk, but I think this place is a dumpster fire. <laughs> like, straight up. The whole West Coast, really, is just a pile of shit. The whole West Coast. Like, California is beautiful. I think... I think uh, Oregon is pretty depressed. Like, if you want to go commit suicide at, at any given time, like, the, that's what fucking Oregon, I think, is for. Um, but California is beautiful, just filled with shithead people. And I think much like anything, like, it's not the place you live or your environment or anything like that. It's the fucking people that surround you that will fucking ruin everything. Goes back to my uh, whole central thinking sort of way is to, in terms of this 
fucking election and all of just people in general. I just sort of in the middle of everything, and I look at people like on the left and right and think they're all bunch of a bunch of assholes, as you've heard me say before. But um, anyway, kind of losing my train of thought. But just leave leave each other alone, and uh, and you know, don't worry about what your neighbor's doing. You know, even if he's like a fucking cannibal or some shit, like especially that you don't want to fucking, you don't want to, you don't want to find out what that dude's doing. Sorry. Sorry. If you're watching the video and I'm all squinting and shit, I got this new light set up. I'm still trying to figure everything out. I'm not, not perfect at this. I am far from perfect at this fucking video stuff, but I'm trying, you know, put on a nice flannel shirt for you guys. Death cheetah fucking howling at the moon. Three death cheetahs kind of look like a hyenas. I like it. So one of the things that I noticed about Arkansas compared to the Pacific Northwest is that usually wherever you drive in this fucking place, there's homeless people as far as the eye can see. It's fucking absolutely insane. And and you, you, you notice it when you're here, but you're just like, damn, look at that homeless encampment. It's fucking crazy. It stretches the whole the length of that fucking section of forest. I wouldn't even call them forest because this whole place is just overrun with fucking housing developments and eight homeowners associations and all just kinds of developments everywhere. You know, you think, uh, you think Washington, you think all this fucking beautiful landscape, you know, purple mountains, majesty. You think all that shit. And while it's there, you don't live in the purple mountains, majesty. You live in its butthole. So there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of developments here. Um, as eco-friendly as this place is, they love to destroy fucking sections of trees and just put shitty card, like particle board houses up and shit and just decimate the fucking wildlife. You know, meanwhile, the fucking, uh, they don't give a fuck about orcas. Apparently it's weird. Cause they're beautiful fucking killer whales. It's kind of ironic though. They just like destroy sections of this fucking place because so many people are here. They need more housing. They chop fucking trees down to put up more fucking houses for more people. This place is becoming overrun with people to, uh, you know, to, because it's one of the highest cost of living. They think that's, that's like, a that's, I, that identifies that this place is successful, which I don't agree. If you look at Eddie's look, take a walk outside and you'll see fucking homeless people everywhere. I didn't realize, like I see him every fucking day. And we've talked about them plenty of times on this podcast. You know, it sucks for homeless people. It sucks to be homeless, I guess. I don't know. I've never been homeless. You know, God willing, I won't be homeless. Uh, but anything can happen. It's fucking it's the, co the season of the COVID. But I didn't really notice how bad it was until, like, I went somewhere else. Because I've been all over the United States. And I don't really notice how bad the homeless situation is until I fucking leave here. And so, you know, this past week I've been out in Arkansas, a different section of it, completely a fucking, a, it's a paradigm shift of fucking <laughs> ideology over there. It's such a fucking, it's like going to an alien planet. And I don't mean that in a bad way. Um, it is completely different than what the Pacific Northwest is. The people, the fucking landscape, like over there, it's super flat. There's like fucking kind of hills and they call them mountains. Um, but it's it's just a different fucking world. It's like an alien world to me. And I I go there and I'm you know, at my hotel and uh, I have to go check things out. If I'm going to be there a whole bunch, I maybe want to figure out what the area is like. So I, I go night riding, you know, I get in my fucking minivan, which, by the way, will lead into 
in the upcoming minutes of the podcast. I'll tell you why that minivan is so fucking important to this story that I'm about to tell you. I'm about to, I'm about to bestow upon you. Um, and I'm night riding. I'm just in there in my fucking the minivan that the, the fucking airport had. This is the last fucking thing. The last vehicle the airport had was a, a minivan. It was a, as a Chrysler. Who the fuck drives Chryslers? Apparently enterprise rental car. They have a bunch of them. So I get my rental car and you know, usually if I get a rental car, I don't go over the top. I don't get, I don't fucking, I don't blow cash on it. Cause I'm just like, I'm just using it to drive from here to there, you know, from a to B from whence I came to thence I came. And, uh, so I don't really care about getting a nice vehicle, but you go from the, you go from the economy car to the fucking minivan. They think they're upgrading you because it's got them suicide dolls on it. You know, I got that fucking key fob. It's got suicide doors. You fucking driving down the road and it's got those fucking sliding doors. You just hit those buttons. Boom. You got fucking, you got these doors that are just open on the side as you're driving down the highway. It's fucking insane. Uh, it also had the automatic start, start, which is something I haven't seen in a while. You know, I drive a stick shift, so they don't allow that necessarily on a fucking uh, a manual car. So I don't, ha- I haven't had one. I have never had a fucking automatic start on any vehicle. But you, you, you don't understand the luxury that is. You know, people talk shit about the minivan. A couple of the people I was down there with, they told me that I should go to the store and get some candy in case I find some young people that I want to throw candy at. It wasn't a fucking beat up fucking van. It wasn't an Econoline fucking F3 fucking 50 beat up and rusty. It was a goddamn new Chrysler. It's a fucking Chrysler. That is some upper middle class shit, my friends. And it has amazing gas mileage. So I win at the end of the day. Anyway, driving around here and there, checking out the scenery, night riding, um, you know, looking at some towns around the area. Maybe I want to get a house down there. I don't know. Maybe I want to buy some some fucking land. You know? Start my own little speakeasy over there. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to be in Arkansas quite a bit next year. Like, pretty much half of the year. Or more. So, it would behoove me to drive around and find out what this whole fucking place is about that I know very little about. So, I go to the gas stations, get some energy drinks. Excuse me energy drank get some energy drinks up in my fucking gullet and uh some some maybe fucking microwavable burritos because i'm an absolute slob at about fucking 2 a.m when i've been having a few crispy boys so you know just i'm just conversing with the people and they're very nice you know everybody thinks like fucking northeast or new york new jersey is full of assholes i think uh a lot of people don't understand what new york new jersey really is the way people talk because originally I'm from there right I've talked about on the podcast before and people assume New Yorkers are assholes and whatever and while that may be true because you're a weak minded individual uh, most New Yorkers relatively speak frank with people so they just say what's on their mind they just cut out all the bullshit with the little bit of boops and a bops and a's they throw that in there you know but a lot of times it's just like very direct and some people don't know how to handle that. So, but uh, there's a different level of asshole, it, it, and you don't notice it when you're when you're in it. So while I'm in the greater Pacific Northwest, um, you don't notice it because you know politics and 
all of the the climate currently and the political climate, so to speak. And but you're just living in this situation, and you start to realize over time that these fucking people are real assholes, like real assholes. And I'm not just talking about a few people. I'm talking about most people in the Pacific Northwest are fucking assholes, like straight up assholes. Not just like they're a little bit of. Um, they say stupid shit or, like, they're rude. It's like they're fucking assholes. And it all boils down to the fact that there's very little sun over here. And I don't think the whole state of Washington, because if if you look at past the Cascades, which is just to the east of here, uh, past the I-5 corridor, you have sun all the time, for the most part, in past the Cascades. And that's the Yakima River Valley, Wenatchee area and then out to Spokane, and they have a ton of sun out there, so it's like a high plains desert. But over here, on the west side of the fucking the, the Cascades, there's very little sun because we're by the Pacific Ocean, and it fucking comes up and fucking blocks out everything. It blocks out everything. So you just have gray shit all the time, and a bunch of miserable motherfuckers just walking around, vitamin D deficient. It's no wonder this place got fucked up by COVID, because they are vitamin D deficient. You know? You need some vitamin D in your life to fucking be happy. That's how it goes. You know, let me tell you about my fucking regimen and what I do every day. So, as far as my nutrition, you know? Um, I take a multivitamin. Has all of the shit in it, like all of it, and I don't. Some of it I don't even know what it has. I just trust the fucking. I trust the process. I take uh, these, uh, you know, vitamin gummies because I can't stand pills. I don't think they're. I don't. I don't like. I don't like it. I don't like the pills. I think it's a waste of time for me, at least. They're probably the same thing, but I like the gummies because I'm a fucking. You know, I'm. I, I just do, and uh, it gives me the nutrition I need, right? Along with other food that I'm eating. But then I take the emergency packet and I throw that shit in some strike force. I throw the f- <laughs> I I throw the emergency packet into water, about a half a thing because I like a little flavor in my life as you know from the tiny chicken story. I love a little flavor in my life. So I put the half of the water that it suggests. You put the full amount of the water in the vitamin C or the fucking emergency, it tastes like straight butthole. So you don't fucking do that. Whatever the fuck, usually whatever ingredients for anything is, you just put half of what they say and it's fucking amazing. It's like fucking double the, double the amount better. You know what I mean? So take the emergency and then I take some fucking vitamin D gummy chewies. Cause like I said, I don't have time for pills. I ain't got time for horse pills. I'm not a horse. And if I do take horse pills, they'll get caught in my throat, you know? So I'll, I eat the gummies, I eat the fucking, I drink the emergency, and I put the strike force energy in there because it gives me a little boost, a little pep in my step. Give me a little pep in my step. That's what I say to everyone. I'm like, I need the pep, and also I need it in my step. So you could just skip all the rest and put the, the fucking pep in my step in my breast. And it was about that time that he forgot where he was. <laughs> My brain is retarded. Obviously, those fucking vitamins aren't helping me with my fucking... Anyway, yeah. Take your vitamins, kids. Fuck it. I don't know where I'm at. Strikeforce Energy is a fucking fantastic fucking drink. You know, you get that shit and you fucking wake up in the morning 
You know, it came in on the fucking Pony Express. You know, Paul Revere himself, if he was alive, he would have brought that shit right into your fucking suck hole. He'd take the fucking pump bottle, insert it into your face, and smash the top so you get that fucking uh, natural flavor enhancer in your body. Now, I don't know if it's natural, but it sure as hell tastes like it belongs in my body. And it should belong in your body, too. So go ahead, go to StrikeForceEnergy.com and use code EVILVIBES at checkout and you get 20% off all of the shit that they have on their store. That includes fucking water bottles to put Strikeforce Energy in. It involves hats, cats. I don't know if they sell cats, but they probably, probably should, you know? Get those, get fucking as hyped as you can on fucking Strikeforce Energy like a cat on catnip, speaking of which. And with, you know, the hustle and bustle of busy life, why would you waste time going to the fucking gas station or the grocery store to get you a, a fucking energy drink when you could just have that shit on your counter ready to go? You get the, the pump bottle, you get the fucking packets, you squirt that shit in water, boom, you're fucking done and off to the races. Anyway, go to StrikeForceEnergy.com, use code EVILVIBES for 20% off your entire order of Strikeforce Energy! No, what I, what I notice about Arkansas is two things. There's two things about Arkansas, and maybe somebody from Arkansas is going to tell me I'm fucking crazy. But the people in Arkansas are fucking nice. And, may, and maybe they're not really that nice, but, like, I live in the Pacific Northwest right now, right? And I'm going to be in Arkansas quite a bit. And that's one of the things I noticed was that the people in Arkansas are very nice, and it's contagious to where you want to be nice to people, too. Which is weird because I'm not really good. I don't really go out of my way to be around people and I don't really go out of my way to be fucking nice to people. I just want to like do my daily shit and not really give a fuck about the rest and just, you know, I don't go out of my way to go, hey, how's it going, man? You having a good day? Cool. Can I get, can I get five scratch offs? Like, I just, <laughs> fuck. is that what people do? Um, so it, like, I don't go out of my way to fucking interact with people on a daily basis. But when I was in Arkansas, I found myself talking to more people. It's quite pleasant. Um, and people are, people are just nice, you know. And again, maybe you're from Arkansas and you're like, ah, people aren't nice here. But come live in the Pacific Northwest, the greater Pacific Northwest, and you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, if buttholes had legs, they would be here. They'd be walking around. You're like, oh, look at all these buttholes. The other thing I noticed about the fucking... Uh, Pacific Northwest and Arkansas, the you know the the combination of both or the difference in both is that there are zero. I didn't I didn't see a single fucking zero. I didn't see a single fucking homeless person the whole time I was there. A single fucking homeless person. I saw a none. No homeless people the entire time. And I didn't realize it until you know I went there last. Uh, I went there on Monday of last week, and it was. Wednesday when I was like what is different about this place like obviously there's a bunch of things that are different but I was like what is the major oh like what is wrong with this place compared there's no homeless people I didn't see a single fucking homeless person and this was a city that I was at um you know there you could you could probably look at a, a few economic reasons about why that's happening but and I don't know everything about the state I just went there for a week I've been there a whole bunch actually um, I've been to this uh, specific city a whole bunch in my life, but this is like the first time I actually had time to actually look around. So no homeless people saw none. 
I saw a bunch of friendly people and I saw no homeless people. Two pluses leg up on the Pacific Northwest, the greater Pacific Northwest. So like I said, this is infectious. This this fucking new thing, this newfangled thing called kindness in my life. Um, these people are infectious. They're like, you know, using sir and ma'am. Everybody's very respectful of each other and everyone minds their business. Like I've been saying on everything is just fucking mind your business. The world will go around and everybody be happy. So there's one particular night I was fucking night riding. I was in my fucking minivan. I was in my mom's minivan just driving around. Chrysler, good gas mileage. Fucking great gas mileage. Filled it up one time that last week. This week. Whatever. Today. And, you, you know, I, I was I was getting a little famished. I wanted to get something. I was going to get some food in my belly. You know, I was tired of making bacon and eggs, which is what I eat all the time. It's bacon and eggs because I'm a fucking man. And uh, I was, uh, you know, I was like, I'll switch it up. Enough's enough. No bacon, eggs, bacon and eggs and sausage. Threw that in there, you know. No, no bacon, egg, and sausage. Every meal uh, this week, I'm gonna, I'm going to Taco Bell, and I'm gonna get a fucking quesadilla. So I did that. I went there, and I pulled up to the drive-through. Pulled up to the fucking drive-through. This is where the plot thickens, my friends. So let me take a sip of this beer. I pull up to the drive-through. This is where things changed. The plot fucking thickens. I order a quesadilla with chicken and a Doritos Locos Tacos instead of the hard shell taco that they provide with the number seven on the value menu. Right. I feel like everything's going well and I go up there and this giant fucking beluga whale motherfucker comes to the goddamn window. And he's sitting there like a goddamn slob. You know, he was a nice enough person because, like I said, everybody in Arkansas is, is nice regardless of their situation, you know. And he comes up to the window, tells me what it, what my cost is. It's probably like fucking negative $5 because the place is so cheap. That's the other thing. I got to go back. It's so fucking cheap to be in. Uh, it's so cheap to be there comparative to here. This is like one of the highest cost of living is being in the fucking greater Pacific Northwest. What is it greater for? Taxes? Income tax, property tax, excuse me, no income tax here, no state tax, but property tax, you're going to tax me on shit I already paid tax on? Get the fuck out. What is it greater for? It's greater for depression. Is that what you're fucking talking about? Anyway, I pull up to the window and this gelatinous freak comes to the fucking window and tells me like 9.50 or whatever, you know, I got that chicken quesadilla. I got that fucking Doritos Loco Tacos. <laughs> And I give him my card and uh, say, how you doing, man? He goes, oh, I'm living. I go, there you go. That's the spirit. Said something to that effect. He's like, yeah, it's just great. And I'm like, I said, well, you know, could be worse. You could be driving around in a fucking minivan. And he's like, at least you have a car. It's like, you motherfucker. I was like, we're doing this. This is what we're fucking doing. We're going to talk to each other about whose life sucks more at this point. All right, here we go. Said, you know, it's not so hard not having a car, seeing as my apartment's only one block away from here. And I was like, that's also something to be happy about, man. Like I said, this is infectious. People are, this is a nice area. There's fucking plenty of vitamin D going around, you know, and I'm just, I'm just trying to (laughs) motivate the kind Taco Bell blob that's there. I said, there you go, man. 
was like, at least it's not that far. It's just one way. I was like, maybe you don't have a minivan, but God damn it. You only have to walk one block. Sweet. And he goes, yeah, it would be cool. <laughs> Except I talked to my fucking landlord. <laughs> talked to my fucking landlord about switching, switching my apartment to the bottom floor where the vacancy is. He didn't help me out. And I'm like, God damn it. I was all wrong about Arkansas. This fucking. This is what I don't get. Like the people that fucking that like lead these lives that they feel like they have to involve you in their situations. Like just fucking mind your business and leave me out of your business. All right. So anyway, it got real awkward. If you could imagine, I was like, I was trying to be, I guess, funny or you're like, yeah, man, good. Like sweet. And then I, I think I even said, like, well, maybe you talk to him again. He'll give you that fucking downstairs apartment. And then we sat there for a little bit, awkwardly, mind you. So, And then he goes, as I'm waiting for my fucking taco, which seems to be a process. I thought this was fast food. He goes, where are you from, man? I go, well, I'm originally from Washington. No, I, I, I'm originally from New York, but I'm, I'm in Washington. I decided to tell him my whole life story, which is like two things. I said, I'm, I'm originally from New York. But I've been living in Washington forever, and I'm glad to be down here. He goes, oh, yeah? Like, what are you going to say next? I'm on the edge of my seat. He goes, oh, yeah? I go, yeah. I go, where are you from, man? He goes, I'm from Illinois originally. Illinois, however he said it. You know, but I only lived there one year of my life because I never met my mother. <laughs> and my father was a trucker, left me with my six sisters here in Arkansas. <laughs> You know, my dad liked to get pussy on the road. I haven't seen him in 10 years. And I was like, God damn it, dude. I just want to get my fucking tacos. Can we move on? And then I immediately changed my idea about Arkansas. This place sucks. And I never want to come back here because of this fucking fat piece of shit. Anyway, yeah. Arkansas is cool. I actually like it. Um, I'm looking forward to spending some more time there. If you're in the Arkansas region and you're living Arkansas region, if you're in the Western Arkansas, Oklahoma, Texas region, I'll be hanging out there. If you want to come grab a drink at some point over the next year or so, I don't know how long I'm going to be there actually. So stay tuned. If you're on our social media pages, violent professional, violent procast, just hit me up. Say, hey, man, when are you coming to Arkansas? I'm in fucking western Arkansas, northwestern Arkansas, southwestern Arkansas, and the Oklahoma region border, and I'll come have a drink with you. You know, come up to Fort Smith. That's where I'll be spending. I'll be hanging my hat a few times of the year. We'll get a drink. A drink. We'll get a fucking drink. We'll get that drink, son. Get a fucking drink. So what have you guys been doing over the fucking holiday season? You know, it's past the New Year's. Had had a few uh, fucking episodes drop. You know, I've been snowboarding. I've been to Arkansas. I was snowboarding out in this place called Snoqualmie Pass, uh, which is up north. It's about an hour and a half from where I currently sit. And it's a great location. Or maybe an hour and 50. It's a great location. I like it. They got night boarding, night skiing. Um... But the conditions are shit, at least when we went, like, last uh, couple weeks ago. The conditions aren't that great. There's a lot of ice. Um, we almost got stuck out in the past. Not, and by we, I mean me, myself, and my son. We were out there. It was a Christmas present for him. We went out there. He's got a new board from last season. And uh, we were just shredding the gnar, brah. We were shredding so much fucking gnar. It was out of control. And... um. 
started snowboarding. You know, I I got I we were doing it for two days. All right, I got this. Uh, I got this. Uh, you know, two days of boarding all day, like the whole fucking day, because we don't have season passes. With COVID, I, I was going to do season passes this year, but I just didn't know. I was like, you know, with COVID, are they going to shut things down? I don't know. So we got just a couple days of fucking boarding. Um, and I was about an hour in to this two-day session with a hotel to boot. And my feet were just on fire. It, uh, this The ice on the fucking the mountain was just like the most horrendous fucking conditions ever. It was like sliding across a frozen lake. It was like, what the fuck are we doing? Uncana is a CBD company. Uh, they make all kinds of CBD products which help people get over shit like anxiety, aches and pains, and general bullshit of the world. Uncana takes the edge off of life. Everybody's talking about CBD. There's a lot of great companies out there. But if I'm going to pick a company to put in my fucking body, I'm going to choose Uncana. You know, you go to Uncana.com, you use code VIOPRO, you get 25% off of all of the CBD products. At least go there and research. They got plenty of information, some fact sheets, the data on how pure and safe their product truly is. What do you have to lose, kids? Go check it out on Canada.com and make sure you use ViOPro at checkout for 25% off your entire order of CBD. We got a we got a bunch of things coming up with uh with the podcast. I've got a lot to figure out because, like I said, and I've been talking about pretty much the whole time so far. I'm not going to be in the Pacific Northwest, the greater Pacific Northwest, that much. I will be out in the east and out in the south. I'll be in Arizona and Arkansas pretty much for the whole next year, which is why you may have seen a few changes on some of the social media profiles. Things are changing for me. One of the things I need to change in the future is this light setup. It's like it's if you're on YouTube or something, uh, it's hard to look at the look at the fucking lens because this thing is just like blah, it's like blinding me. But yeah, I'll be in uh, Arizona, southern Ari- southern Arizona, and uh, Arkansas for pretty much the whole next year of my life. But I'm still gonna podcast. I'm still gonna do that. I'm still gonna create content. I'm still gonna try to do everything that I've been doing thus far. And we'll see how the next year goes. I had to make some changes in my life. I was getting too stressed out over, over certain things. You know, sometimes you got to cut the fat. Sometimes sometimes you need to sit there and analyze. You got to look at everything that's going on and see what's important in your life and make decisions to better your situation. And that's kind of what I did. So that's why things are changing. That's why you've seen some changes, and that's why it will continue to change. But the podcast is staying, um, and I'm going to continue to grow that to the best of my ability and, you know, listen to what you guys say in the DMs and the comments and try to make a better product and service for you guys. One of those things is I know I know a lot of people are reckon you know, relate the podcast to a three part series we did and you may have heard about it. The OLP series, the Order of the Light Protector uh Cult Epic Saga series that we did. Starts on episode thirteen. If you haven't listened to it, go go check out all the OLP episodes. Uh, if you're on SoundCloud, you listen on there. You can check it. We got a playlist, and you can just listen to the three episodes 
totaling about six hours of audio content, and you hear the how we create a cult. So I'm sure a lot of you that listen to this uh, already know that, but for some that are just just finding out about the podcast, uh, we created a cult as like a funny little thing, and it has taken on a life of its own to include high demand for the the more episodes of the OLP episodes. Um, additional content related to the OLP. And so I've been thinking about it over the past like year or so about how, how do I add more content to the OLP series than I already have standby. And I entertained a few ideas. One was I'm going to do an audio series where we do a scripted, type of uh, series of audio where we you know I write out the stuff about the OLP or you know a couple stories or something like that it's hard right now to do anything about the OLP because the people that were a part of that episode are in Florida or all over the place everybody kind of went to the four winds and so now it's hard to to get that sort of flow that we had during those episodes again for that kind of thing so um, the closest we could do is like a Skype call, but again, like a lot of the people, uh, are not around and they're unable to do this, the same freedoms as they had before. So like to, to just on a whim, just get on a podcast and start talking about shit or make stuff up. So it's a little bit harder right now. So, so I can't necessarily like say like, Hey dudes, let's get together and do another series of fucking OLP shit. Because the brilliant thing about it was there was a general idea about what we were doing for the first episode. And then, like Choose Your Own Adventure, we started out, there was a general framework about how it was going to do, the guy that was narrating, my buddy Jeremy, who was like, basically, like, we're going to start here, we're going to figure out this shit, and then we're going to go from there, and everybody will just free-flow dialogue, and then we'll create this cult so the first episode is essentially the framework for the cult and how it ended. That was like the first episode. The second one was basically like, okay, so that's how it ended. What happens next? And we, you know, talk about that, going to Mars, all that stuff. And then the third one, which was probably my favorite one to do ever out of the three, probably my favorite episode I've ever recorded the entire time of this podcast we conclude the whole thing. And so much like any trilogy or any epic space saga, because that's where it goes, is there's going to be a sequel to that and then a prequel. So when I was trying to figure out how to expand this epic universe of the OLP, I was like, well, maybe I'll talk about the beginnings. And so I actually have a script for the first fucking audio series for the OLP and how it started, but it doesn't start with like the creation of the OLP or how it got to the place, the first episode, which was basically the creation, which is kind of weird that I'm saying it's essentially like kind of slightly after the OLP started the creation after episode one. And it was basically a police infiltration of the cult that turned into this, crazy sex party thing and and then we find out the the basically what happened between chapter one and chapter two that's kind of it but it was a six-part series 
And so as I'm writing this, it got to be 20 pages of a script and die. It was 20 pages of dialogue. If you're a patron, you and you listen to the the bonus content we taught. We it was myself and Mark uh, from the the podcast, Mark uh, American Mark. We're we're actually reading it. We're doing a table read of the uh, the script of the first one. So if you want to go check that out, it's on Patreon. You got to sign up for at least a dollar and sponsor the podcast. But we we go over the whole thing and then we make changes like how like what does this look like how do we develop these characters and um, some of the dialogue we altered some of that and then I have this just this script that's just got fucking marker and notes all over it but it didn't feel right you know like I was I was going through it and I sat on it for a while and I was like yeah we'll do an audio series we'll do voices we'll do all of the things we'll make it like a story almost and it just it didn't feel after a while of sitting on it it just didn't feel right to me so I took that script and essentially shelved it. I put it on the shelf and I've been looking at it every so often, but for me it's not really where I want to go with it. It just didn't it just didn't feel right for the 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 series. I, I didn't want to do the series a disservice, you know. For, I didn't want to do you guys a disservice by putting out something I didn't feel good about. Uh, a lot of this podcast is just me being me and like spitting out shit out of my brain. And so if I feel weird about something, I'll usually sit on it for a while. And I've been sitting on the script for like over half a year or more since before COVID. So it's got to be shit. So anyway, with that recently, I just, I, I had this artist draw me some, some art for the podcast studio. I want to put up like a kind of an, an art thing. And I found this artist that does really good, awesome comic book uh, work. And as I was getting him to do something, I just, it it hit me. I was like, I could make this into a fucking graphic novel. But I don't want to do, I don't want to do like the script that I had before. Well, that would be easy because it's already written. I don't want to do that. I, I, again, like I didn't feel good about that script. And, um, and so I was thinking about it for a while and... So one night I was walking to go get beer because I was already drunk and I was like, let me walk my dog and go get beer because so I don't get a DUI, right? I'm responsible. And as I was as I was walking uh, to go to the gas station, I, I went past this retirement home thing that they've been pushing forever and then COVID hit and so they had no residents in it. It's a brand new building and it looks it looks like I would like to live there. It's a really nice apartment complex. Um, you know, they even got fucking racquetball tournaments. I'd go play fucking racquetball or not tournaments, but they got racquetball courts. I'd go fucking play that. That's dope as shit. You ever play fucking racquetball? It's fun as fuck. So anyway, I'm walking past this place and you know, they've had issues with getting people in the door to, to become residents and stuff. And there's a sidewalk as you walk, you know, as the, there's a sidewalk within 10 feet of it. And you can clearly, if you're on the sidewalk, you can clearly see into the bottom floor. And I didn't know you could until I, this is the first time I've ever walked by it. And so if you're driving by the place, there's all these fucking old people decorations in the window. There's this like you drive by and people look at it. You know, it's a, it's a city here, but it's a relatively, you know, it's the busy body type of city. Like I've talked about the HOA in in nauseam on this fucking podcast, but 
people notice what's going on in the town. It's a city, but it's not like a fucking super urban skyscraper thing. It's technically a city, and you just know what's going on in the town or the city. Um, and so the, the old folks' home is the big news of the fucking city here. So as you as you drive by, you're like, oh, there's residents moving in, and there's lights on at night and, you know, whatever. But So as I'm going to go get beer at this place that I go get beer, I'm walking by this, and I'm looking in, and I'm like looking at the decorations that they have in the window and shit. And then as I'm continuing on, I start to notice a trend that there's window decorations, but there's no furniture in the fucking rooms. I'm like, that's weird. What's going on there? So I go and grab my beer. I'm, I'm going across the crosswalk. I get my beer at the fucking 7-Eleven, and I fucking walk back. And I'm like, what is going on here? So I like, I glance back at it, and I'm walking, and I know, and it's, it hits me. No one lives in this fucking place. No one lives in this fucking retirement home, but the fucking people that run this place put up bullshit ornaments and decorations and shit to make it look as if there's old fuckers just filling the place up. It's a fucking high demand. I have seen maybe fucking three old people. Now, that doesn't mean they they don't exist in this fucking city, but I have not seen that many old people. It's a relatively young community. Um, there's not many old people, but apparently the fucking old folks home that they put in there is filling up. And so as I'm walking by, I'm looking in the windows and there's fucking nothing. There's no furniture. It's bullshit. And it hits me. This is all like a, a fucking, it's all a facade. It's like the North, it's like the DMZ in Korea. They fucking put up this bull in North Korea. They put up this bullshit city. That makes it look as if they have fucking this thriving fucking livelihood in fucking North Korea. But we all know it's bullshit. It's like that. That fucking place is the DMZ in fucking Korea. It's the, it's basically the same thing. It's, it's nonsense. There's nothing, there's nothing in there. There's no old people. There's fucking nothing. It's not like I was a peep of Tom looking at old people's window. Look, oh, I want to see them get their sponge baths. Oh, it's not like that. I was just, I was just noticing. I was like walking down the sidewalk and I'm like, wait, there's no fucking furniture in any of these apartments that have lights on. There's nobody in there. And as I'm, as I fuck, as soon as I saw that and realized there was nobody in there, it hit me like a lightning bolt. Oh, this is a fucking fake thing. I said, what if this is all a facade? It's all a ruse. And as my brain goes crazy and it just fucking comes up with ideas, I was like, what if there's a fucking alien or something in there that's fucking just luring old people in with decorations and bullshit? The pageantry, you know? It's bringing all the old people there. Because there's cars in the parking lot, but you don't see a motherfucking old person. People, Old people aren't moving into that home during the COVID season. So I thought to myself, I'm like, what if there's an alien that is trying to lure in old people to consume their flesh? And it was at that point I knew what I had to do. I had to write a fucking... I had to write a general outline for the next series of the OLP. And as I'm writing it, I'm having the best time because, as you can imagine, my brain is just... When I get inspiration, my brain just fucking brain dumps fucking brain ropes all over the place. These brain ropes are just spraying all over the page, all over that fucking that fucking eight and a half by 11, man. I'm putting down some funky beats on a piece of paper. I came up with this fucking plan for this story. I don't want to get too much into it, but I will tell you this. There is a alien called Scrotum Slime Green. Reminds me of something that's currently happening, a pandemic. Um, President Ronald Rump has a problem with diarrhea. 
and pres and president elect Bo Ryden is gonna be the the one of the people in this whole thing. So you can look forward to that. You know, uh, the main character. I don't want to get into any of it because I don't want to ruin anything. But as I was putting this fucking information on paper, it it just kept developing shit. So essentially, the fucking story is about fucking old people and an alien that has taken over fucking old folks' home. And in fact, spoiler alert, if you want to wait for the whole thing, you shut this podcast off right now. The reason the whole old folks' home was constructed was because there was an alien that needed to devour old people flesh. So, um, that's what the fucking whole thing's going to be about, but it's going to be it's going to be way epic, more epic than this. This is going to be the first time that I have a three-part episode or a three three episodes or even an episode where I have a no shit script that I'm going to be reading. And then from there, uh, I thought also it'd be cool to like take this. I'll do the episodes. Most likely I'll do the episodes for, for the podcast, which would be interesting. There'll be all the sound effects and the same shit of the OLP. It will be this, uh, it will be this like continuation of the OLP, but not direct. It was kind of like a spinoff, but not, not the continuation of what happened on Mars when we were there. <laughs> the end of the OLP chapter three. But um you know it'd be this offshoot story that's kind of loosely connected. There'll be some some notes of the OLP episodes, some callbacks per se, you know, some Easter eggs, what have you. Um but I was like so I'll as I was writing this down, I was like I started off with uh with some fucking an outline and I was like this is what I'll do because if you've listened to any episodes where I have like uh shit on paper I can usually have notes and then I'll just fucking make stuff in between or if you've been with me on a podcast which pretty much none of you have except for a few people um I I have usually an outline like I have in front of me right now and I just have notes basically like a keynote and I'll just make up shit in between so that's why I don't know how episodes are gonna go and with the OLP or the sorry the uh, this old folks home thing, um, I started writing this outline, not knowing where it was gonna go, and I was like, I'll just do an outline, and then I'll free flow dialogue in between. I'll just make up some shit. But then as I was doing it, I was like, but I want to add this part, and I want to add this part, and I was like, oh, this would be funny, and I'll put this in. And what it turned it started turning into is it went from an outline to now it has dialogue it has uh, a plot it has a beginning middle and end it has all this stuff so i was like i'm gonna just write a fucking as i was going into and i'm i'm fucking hours into fucking typing i was like i'm just gonna make a fucking story so then as i make this story i was like well this could be a fucking book in itself i could release three books uh you know chapter one two and three maybe one book beginning middle end and people could could have that you know um and it just made sense as i was doing it so i went from essentially doing a story about a police story about infiltrating the olp between the creation and then before they go to mars before they set off to go to mars and now it's on post olp chapter three loosely based on the first thing and now it's it's fucking old people (laughs) and believe me there's fucking old people there's a whole section about 
old people fucking fucking old people and so that's gonna be weird for me because I'm gonna have to say all that shit that I wrote and it's not appropriate it's not appropriate one bit but it should be pretty pretty entertaining there's some mutations people are gonna have alien DNA in them fucking like there's there's a monster there's like it's, it's crazy I don't want to give too much away, but just know it's fucking epic already. And if you're a patron, you already know some of it because I released it. So there's that. Can't wait for it. I can't wait to finish it. I'm like, I'm, I'm not almost done. I'm, I have the outline for the second chapter and the third chapter. Um, the first chapter is almost like laid out correctly, but I have like, Basically, the first quarter of the first chapter or first book complete on the first draft. So it's not like it's not spelling correct. It's not grammar correct. It's not anything correct. It's just written out with dialogue, all this stuff. And what's awesome about it is like if if you think about old people, it's like I've been I've been thinking about old people since I started writing this shit. And it's like there's little tidbits like the candy jar. And there's uh, you know, he's the main character has a pocket full of Werther's originals and shit. Like, it's just, it's fucking stupid. There's a section where they're having a battle on some of those chairs that ride upstairs. Like, you know, like the old people that don't like walking upstairs, they're fucking fighting. <laughs> the fucking, uh, I don't know what they're called, the fucking chairs that go upstairs. They're bad. There's like a kung fu part where he's like beating the shit out of old fuckers with his uh, walker. It's fucking awesome. I can't wait to finish it. I've been pretty busy to where I haven't actually been focusing on it, but uh, after I get off this podcast, I'll probably write some more of it because it's super, it's super fun. Like the creative side of it is just, it just gets my jollies, dude. It just gets my jollies off. It's the funnest fucking th- thing to sit there and write some bullshit. As you can tell by the fucking ear to ear smile I have, if you're watching, um, it's the funnest thing to let my brain just fucking go wild. And just put some shit on paper and then look at it later and be like, what the fuck? It's out of control. Like, there's some parts that I fucking screenshotted and sent to to Mark and David that have been on the podcast. And it's like, it's fucking nuts. I, like, read the shit. Because there's sometimes I write and I don't know. I forget what I wrote. And then I go back and I'm like, what the fuck? This is, this is ridiculous. So, it, it should be a good time. I, I hope, I hope, I hope. You guys will enjoy it. You guys and girls will enjoy it. Should be good. I'm putting a lot of effort into it. So, but after after that, I was like, oh, I could make a book out of it, and then I could do a graphic novel, and then some other shit. I thought like that would be cool. I could, you know, make it a more robust type of story. You know, some special features, so to speak. And I'll conclude this episode because there's really no point to this episode other than telling you I'm gonna be in Arkansas quite a bit this year, so link up with me. If you uh, listen to this podcast, you want to grab a drink. Uh, OLP series is a fucking thing, and uh, it's growing. It's going to be bigger and better than ever, and, uh, you know, and then to talk about some stuff that's been happening. Ping Pong Tactical is a tactical hard-use gear company out of the Pacific Northwest. They have a plethora of holsters and accessories as unique as you are, built to your exact specifications. You want a holster with a dragon on it? Maybe you want a holster with two dragons intertwined looking back at you. Well, if you want that, they got you, son. 
You want a place to put your screaming keys so they're easier to locate when they scream at you? They got you as well. You got a weed rolling tray, man? No? Would be a lot cooler if you did, man. Just ask Logan over at Ping Pong Tactical and he will hook you up with any codex your little black heart desires. So go check them out at pingpongtactical.com and use code VIOPRO at checkout for 10% off your entire order, man. So as you know, as you guys know, there's a big, and I'll just lead into it, you know. There's a big push to limit freedom of speech. Big push. Fucking big. You know, President Trump is out of office. He's no longer our president. And one of the things that happened in the last few days, if you've been out of the loop, was there's there was a riot at the Capitol. And partly because people people say that he incited violence. If you listen to what he said, I don't think he did. But uh, they will say that because they don't want him to be president, even though he's not anymore. And they don't want him to be president ever again. He's got possibility for one more term. But anyway, there's a big, big issue with free speech these days. A lot of people don't understand what that means. They don't understand the First Amendment. They say freedom of speech, and then they think you can just say whatever, which is not the case. A lot of people just think they know stuff. And what you find out about people is people just want to believe what they want to believe. People just want to people, you know. So I figured since the current trend is stifling freedom of speech, uh, shutting down freedom of speech, closing out the First Amendment, or just saying whatever the fuck you want, I figured I would talk about it since it's a hot button topic, you know. And people, you know, people know what it is and people don't know what it is. So I have some... uh, I have some shit from here from the the number one podcast source for all our factual bullshit, Wikipedia. And so instead of telling you guys what freedom of speech is, I figure I'd I'd review what freedom of speech isn't because a lot of people don't understand that. They think uh, you could just say whatever. It's freedom of speech. You can just say whatever. Well, that's not true. It's not 100% factual. Uh, One thing you can't do is you can't incite violence. Um, and I'm just going to read some of this stuff, so bear with me. This is from Wikipedia again, so anybody wrote this, but this is generally correct. The Supreme Court has held that the advocacy of the use of force is unprotected when it is directed to inciting or producing imminent lawless action and is likely to incite or produce such action. Meaning you can't tell, you can't be out in public and say, or even in private and try to get people to do bad and dangerous shit right you're not supposed to be like fuck them let's go fuck them up as soon as you do that then you're not protected by the the first amendment now before i get too deep into the rest of these because there's a few things that are not protected by the, the first amendment is the the freedom of speech in the first amendment is a constitutional right all it means is that you're protected from the government for certain things you're protected from the government for certain things um, it is meant to protect you for to be able to say say what you want to some extent it's it's to protect you from being prosecuted by the government to a certain extent um, you are also not allowed to incite suicide so you're not uh, let me just read this part so I don't fuck it up in 2017 and I remember this case um a juvenile court in Massachusetts ruled that repeatedly encouraging someone to com- complete suicide was not protected by the First Amendment. 
So if you if you don't remember this, there was a 20-year-old girl that was like, you know, dating this guy and kept telling him he should just go kill himself. And uh so it was an involuntary manslaughter basically because she convinced this guy to kill himself. It's kind of a weird story. I don't it doesn't have the information right here, but it was Massachusetts. Um I can't remember the girl's name, but she was a straight psychopath. There's also false statements of fact. So um so if you're in court basically and you're under oath and then you lie, that's not protected. Obscenity. Uh speech is unprotected. The average person applying contemporary community standards uh would find the subject or work in question taken as a whole appeals for the prudent interest and the work depicts or describes what the fuck. Yeah, you're not supposed to talk about uh obscene shit in public. Fighting them fighting words. Speech is unprotected if it constitutes fighting words. Fighting words, as defined by the court, is speech that tends to incite an immediate breach of peace. Them's fighting words. You're not allowed to fucking throw them fighting words. If you influence people to get into a giant barroom brawl, whip their dicks out and start smacking each other, you're fucking not protected by the First Amendment. This is one I thought was very interesting because you cannot threaten the President of the United States. You can't threaten the Vice President of the United States president or the the vice president elect um it also is uh prisoners can be charged so if prisoners people in the federal penitentiary go i'm gonna do this to said president that is not protected you cannot threaten the president of the united states so which is odd to me that a lot of people didn't get fucking in trouble during these past four years uh copyrights and trademarks if somebody put it out they got a copyright or trademark you can't steal that shit so what i you know if I go, I got a trademark on the shit, can't steal that shit. No, if uh, free speech does not, is not, uh, you cannot steal copyrighted or trademark shit. The specific case for this is Harper and Row versus Nation Enterprises. And there's some other shit. Some other shit, and you can't fucking do it. You can't fucking uh, just say whatever you want. Free speech is only limited certain things. You know, the FCC, there's certain things you can't say on regular radio. But on the internet, you can say whatever you want right now. We'll see how that pans out in the future. And if it's retroactive, then I'm fucked. You know what I mean? Um, attorney speech is not protected in certain regards. If you're in the military, you lose some of your freedom of speech, believe it or not. Even though you're fighting for the freedoms of the fucking people to have this First Amendment. It's weird. And as a regulator of immigration. So... Look it up. Google it. If you guys are not smart of your constitutional rights, I would say you need to research it. Much like the Second Amendment. The right to have these fucking bare-ass arms! Woo! Bare arms, bro. Having arms that are bare arms. You should probably figure that out, too. A lot of people think you just have the right to protection for yourself and your family and others. But you need to research it because there's certain laws and things that'll get you in federal pound-me-in-the-ass prison if you don't fucking know what they are. So now the reason I bring up freedom of speech is I read this, I read this uh, essay by, uh, I'm really educated on this. I fucking remember John Stuart Mills. He was a an English, English dude. And he wrote this paper. I or this whole, it was a whole series of an essay about his ideas on freedom of speech. And I've had the book for a while, but with the whole, uh, you know, 
transfer of power and the election and everything that's going on and freedom of speech and all that stuff. I was like, let me read it. It's really not that long. It's like the whole section of this, this book I read, which is a condensed version of his whole essay. Just, I think 1850 was when he, when he wrote the essay. I'm not, I'm not specifically sure, but it's essentially talking about why it's important to allow all free, all speech, like freedom of speech should mean freedom of speech, the good, the bad, the ugly. And obviously there are some rules against that. There's some laws against that. You can't incite violence. You can't, you can't yell fire in a crowded room to fuck it. It's, it's not protected. But when it comes to things like hate speech or speech that's undesirable in the public, the, the standards of societal norms, he's a he was an advocate for that people should be able to say whatever they want. And to some regards, I I believe in I believe in that idea. So people I feel that people should and this is my opinion, but I feel people should be able to say whatever they want. Um, to some extent, right? Like not the, if you're so inspirational to get people to commit acts of violence, I don't think that that should be something that is protected, right? It makes sense to stifle that. But as far as ideas, opinions, I believe wholeheartedly that everybody should be able to say whatever they fucking think about something, regardless of how horrible it may be to some people. And the reason I believe that, and, and especially after reading this, reading this uh, essay, is because you need the ugly to see the beauty in the future, the beauty ahead. You need to know that people have certain opinions and not stifle them in a way so that it can be obvious that this type of thinking exists. So we as humans and society can progress when we hear that people talk in a certain way or they think certain things we could understand and learn from those people. And while not like completely shut them down, try to educate people for, to become open-minded and better humans in a way. So for example, if we, if we shut down all speech and we continue to shut down everything that everybody says that is undesirable, that's literally thinking from only one perspective, right? So the whole essay is under the context of if every if the society thinks in one way and there's only one person that thinks a certain way, regardless of what it is, the the main mass of society will will think in a certain way and they look at that person like they're completely fucking backwards. Now as you look through through history, there's all different kind of belief systems that have occurred from the beginning of time since we were aware individuals and we have documented history. You can look back and see that people thought certain ways or, you know, you can assume that they thought certain ways about, say, women or homosexuals or, you know, different kinds of people and you can or different races and the societal norms will say that they think that a certain thing is wrong. Well, does that mean that that's today's truths? Does that mean that that's fact today? No, it fucking doesn't. It's not the truth of today. Society has developed over time because of all of the ugly shit that we've seen, all of the good stuff. You know, I think as a becoming better humans, you look at the good, the bad, the ugly, and you go, I'm going to do this, and I'm not going to do this, and I'm going to think about that. And if you completely shut down 
one section of thinking by just get, you know, and I'm not talking about like telling them to shut up or something like that. It's like you completely shut down. I mean, ultimate censorship to the point of you can never acknowledge to we won't hear. It's not only we won't hear about it. It's we won't acknowledge this ever happened. We're going to erase this part. We're never going to fucking talk about it. We're going to we're going to put it over here in this shoebox, push it behind us, then set that shit on fire. So we never have to think about it again. That's the kind of fucking thought. That's the kind of stuff that I'm talking about. The true censorship of an entire ideology. Now, you can think about any ideology and be like, this is a horrible fucking thing that people still believe. Well, if we shut it all out and we don't know it exists and we put it in that fucking box and set it on fire, how do we know how to progress from there? If we shut down that way of thinking completely and entirely. And I will... I will say that it's not possible to progress as humans if you shut down absolutely everything. Now, I don't, I'm not an advocate for fucking hate speech or anything like that. I don't, you know, like I don't think that if people believe a certain thing, that's fucking retarded. That's, uh, you know, like I just said something that's bad in itself. If you look at it, people that think a certain way like that, like hate that will actively say hate speech and try to incite and stuff like that. It's all in the same fucking thing. It's horrible. You try to be better humans, I think, if you're going to be contributing to society and being a good person in society to put out good vibes, bro, into the fucking into the atmosphere and, you know, affect positive change. But if if we go through the route of censorship relentlessly on one ideology and one thought process, then it's no I think it's no better than the fucking wackos that think that certain groups of people are an abomination, you know what I mean? I think you have to leave things up for discussion and you have to have both civil and uncivil discourse and not to the extent of just to get rid of this portion of of thought. It's to acknowledge that this fucking thing exists and where do we go from here? And I think there can be a lot gleaned from from understanding and you know learning from people that have a different kind of mindset just in a general standpoint um than just trying to shut people down constantly of the stuff that you think is ugly there's a lot to be learned from ugly fucking shit that you hear people say you know when it, in the, one of the things that the book or the essay brings up in a, in a sense is that you know, your truths, whatever you think, because people say, my truth is this. It's not about that. It's not my truth. That fucking hipster bullshit. Um, everybody believes different stuff. And so to them, to them, it's truthful what they think. But it doesn't mean it's true. It's a fact. It doesn't mean it's fact. And when you look at, let's use the liberal and conservative mindset what they think on both of those sides usually it's somewhere in the middle maybe it's a little bit left maybe it's a little bit right maybe it's dead center but if the problem with today's society and politics in general is that those motherfuckers will not sit down and talk this shit out it's like this big spectacle and then it's like so fucking polarized where nobody even knows what the fuck is happening that sits in the middle i think and it does the whole uh, United States and just people in general across the world. It does everybody a disservice because they're just focused on their fucking ideology. And when you sit in these 
echo chambers that people often do, you're just getting a more amplified version of what you say and then a more radical version of your set what you what you believe instead of having a conversation with a differing viewpoint and meeting in the middle and saying I understand what you're saying I don't agree with that and like and just hashing shit out about what you guys believe and then maybe if you're not just sticking to the liberal or the conservative mindset or just in general just other kinds of perspectives then you can kind of take what they're saying and use it to either solidify what you believe in or you can kind of change your perspective and i think one of the the things i notice about society these days is people are so fucking afraid at the potential of their perspective being altered and why wouldn't you want your perspective to be altered in some way for the good or the worse or whatever like maybe not the worst that's a bad choice but why wouldn't you want to grow as a human and have a perspective that's shifting and maybe growing or, you know, being changed in a way? And I, I feel like if you're not trying to grow your grow or change or alter your perspective on things, then what the fuck are you doing? You're not a you're not a more complete human in that regards. You're actually just a piece of shit in my eyes. And that's my opinion. <laughs> but anyway. I believe differing uh, opinions are important because they essentially will help us all develop our own standpoints or stances on various topics and help us grow as humans in, in general, becoming more complete humans to advance society. And with that, kids, I appreciate you listening to this fucking episode. It's just me. It's just me. You've been watching and listening to me. It's just me. But I wanted to get on here trying to trying to be better this year about putting out more content than is is worth something. You know, it's not always going to be about chicken wings. It's not always going to be about fucking, you know, microwavable foods. Sometimes it's going to be a little bit silly. Sometimes it's going to be a little bit salty, sometimes a little bit sweet. But, you know, you're always getting me. You're always getting my boys. You're always getting the motherfucking professional podcast. And I appreciate you getting that shit in your brain. So, yes, uh, I do have one thing to say. Please, (laughs) I have one thing to say out of all of the shit I've said. Please go follow us on Discord. Go sign up. The link is in the bio on our social media. I'm about to sneeze. Fuck. I lost the... Huh? We're on Discord now. Excuse me. We're on Discord now. Uh, Discord is an awesome option for communication. I can put out all kinds of information on there that might be stifled by the social media overlords. It might get me shadow banned if I put it out. But if you're interested in being more involved in the podcast, there's plenty of options. You got Patreon. You got Discord. You've got just being a follower on the social media page uh, pages we have. But uh, above all, just listening to the fucking podcast helps us grow immensely. And also, while you're listening to the podcast, if there's a download button, hit that download button. It helps the fucking beat the algorithm, helps us put us up against other podcasts uh, in our similar demographic, similar genre. Uh, There was one particular podcast, I can't remember, but it was a while ago. We were actually competing on the top charts because people were downloading, people were liking it, people were commenting. So if you believe in the podcast or you like listening to it at all, please comment, please like, please subscribe, please download the shit. There's a download button, I'm sure of it, and you download it, it actually helps us grow. 
And then you can delete it later. Like, just hit download, please, because it helps us. All that shit, any action you take on a podcast, commenting or whatever, helps us grow. So I appreciate you if you did. And with that, kids, thank you for joining me on another episode of the Bomb Professional Podcast. I don't know how this will be received, but I had a good time doing it. So, bye-bye!